Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of Group 32 Podcasts. My name is Nicole and I'll be your host. As we discussed in episode 1, reflex sympathy dystrophy or complex regional pain syndrome is a disorder of the sympathetic nervous system that causes chronic pain. Reflex sympathy dystrophy is typically the result of trauma or injury and is often associated with the nervous system, but it can also negatively impact other bodily systems. In today's episode, we will be talking about reflex sympathy dystrophy and how it impacts the integumentary system. Aside from pain, patients commonly experience signs and symptoms that affect skin, including changes in skin temperature, color, swelling, and in some serious cases, skin deterioration. When an area of the body is injured, our inflammatory responses kick in and will cause blood vessels to dilate, leading to swelling, redness, and inflammation. While warm and red skin is common, over time, skin can also turn cool and cyanotic. This can indicate abnormal blood flow due to a lack of circulation and or low oxygen levels in red blood cells. Reflex sympathy dystrophy can also impact the integumentary system by causing changes in skin temperature. A main function of the integumentary system is regulating body temperature, which is monitored and stimulated by the nervous system. According to the National Institute of Health, patients with reflex sympathy dystrophy may experience areas of profuse sweating or in some cases areas without sweat, which is also problematic. Lastly, reflex sympathy dystrophy impacts the integumentary system by causing the patient's skin to be sensitive to touch. When our inflammatory responses target an area, patients have an enhanced number of cytokines and other immune and nervous system cells. This can lead to prolonged pain and cause skin to be extremely sensitive where it would not normally be. Overall, reflex sympathy dystrophy impacts many bodily systems. Please stay tuned for our next episode where our host Justin will talk more about reflex sympathy dystrophy in the skeletal system. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your host, Justin, and welcome to episode two of our podcast. In the previous episode, we learned that aside from the nervous system, Reflex sympathy dystrophy also affects many other body systems. One of those systems that we talked about is the integumentary system. In today's episode, we will be talking about how RSD affects the skeletal system and joints. So first off, let's talk about how RSD affects the skeletal system. The most common injury that leads to RSD is fractures. And as we all know, fractures occur in the bones. So right away, we can see how the skeletal system correlates directly with this disorder. Now, Let's talk about how some of the symptoms of RST can affect the bones. One of the symptoms of this disorder is severe pain in the affected limbs. When a patient has RST specifically in the legs, the pain may be so unbearable that it's difficult to walk. This can cause patients to become bedridden or dependent on walking aids. This is a problem because the less active we are, the weaker our bones become. When we are active, our bones are under a high amount of mechanical stress, and this mechanical stress helps to maintain bone density. However, since a patient with RSD in the legs has difficulty walking and staying active, their bones can become weak. This can have serious implications, possibly leading to osteoporosis, a disease in which bones become fragile and brittle. Reflex sympathy dystrophy also affects the joints. Just as being inactive can affect the bones, being inactive can also affect the joints. And as we said earlier, this inactivity is caused from the severe pain that comes with RSD. So the joints can become weak, stiff, and unstable, and this can all result in joint pain and make it even harder to try and become active. You can really see how one thing leads to another. So with all that said, that is all for this episode. 
please join us in episode 3 as we will be talking about the other body systems that this disorder affects. Thanks for watching. Back, my name is Ashley, and prior to this, Justin spoke about how RSD affects the skeletal system. And once again, we remain on the topic of RSD. RSD, currently better named as Complex Regional Pain Syndrome, is a collection of symptoms that is characterized by burning pain. It can vary from mild to severe. Stiffness in the affected joints of the extremity and swelling and discoloration and skin changes, thinness, shininess, excessive sweating, and hair changes, and bone changes, such as osteoporosis and extreme sensitivity to light touch. The disorder is unique in that it simultaneously affects the nerves, skin, muscles, blood vessels, and bones. An unusual aspect of CRPS is how it affects the muscle that controls the diameter of skin blood vessels. The innervation of muscle is probably the reason for the condition and the nerve impulses to the blood vessels can rapidly vary, with the result that the skin color can change from plain, pale to red or blushy in a matter of minutes or so. This is called vasomotor instability. Knowing it affects the integumentary system and the skeletal system and the muscular system, let's not forget to mention nervous system. We still can branch out and say RSD affects more than one system in a person's body. It's known for being regional pain, but complications can occur. Sometimes includes internal organs. A good aspect of CRPS is that the problem is self-limited, but eventually resolved by itself. Although treatment can help hasten the resolution and decrease the permanent effects of it, primarily stiffness. The next unit will be covered by Jetta, so stay tuned as we learn the treatments for RSD. Good morning, my name is Jita and today I will be discussing the treatment of reflex empathy dystrophy, also known as complex regional pain syndrome. I will be discussing treatments and how it correlates to the topic we learned in unit 2 and 3. As we discussed in podcast one, there are a couple of treatments that will help patients who are diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome. Biofeedback is a form of treatment that helps patients to relax their muscles, and this reduces the amount of pain they go through on a daily basis. Physical therapy allows the patients to exercise the affected limb or limbs, which allows them to mobilize the muscles and take away any of the pain. There are types of physical therapy that help patients to regain the use of their limbs. Movement therapy is a form of therapy that helps patients move and mobilize their affected body parts. This helps prevent tightening of muscles and joints. There are some medications that also can help relieve patients. One in particular that correlates with their unit is milnasopram. This medication is used to treat chronic pain in muscles and joints. Another form of medication is acetaminophen. This reduces the pain that is associated with inflammation of the bones and joints. Another medication that helps patients is bisphosphonate, which helps and reduces any bone changes. Lastly, 
Botulinum toxin injections can help relax contracted muscles and reconstruct the normal positioning of the limb. As we all know, complex regional pain syndrome is when patients are diagnosed with burning pain, stiffness, and discoloration on affected body parts that can occur on the legs, arms, and feet. Some treatments that can aid in the integumentary system are cool applications that can help minimize the burning sensation. For example, the cool application that would be considered a form of treatment would be prednisone, or known as cortisone which could help relieve some burning sensation for patients who are diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome. That is all for this episode. Next episode, I'll be talking about hopes for the future. Good morning and welcome back. This is the last episode of our podcast too. My name is Jita and I'll be discussing any current research and if there's any hope for the future with reflex sympathy dystrophy. Last episode, I talked about treatments and what could help reduce any pain for patients who were diagnosed. Doctors are currently looking for a cure, but currently as of right now, there's no cure for reflex sympathy dystrophy. To prevent any further discomfort and pain, physical therapy is the main treatment that was discussed in the first podcast. In addition to some medications that can help reduce pain in the skin and bones that were discussed in this podcast. That is all for this episode. Thank you for taking your time and listening to our podcast.